You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4-in-1 Game Zone. All right, welcome to Quality Multiplayer Live. This is like episode number 95, apparently, is what this says. <laughs> I probably should have done a recount after I took it over from Randall, but that's my bad. Anyway, uh, if you didn't notice, we have a new intro. Thank you to Josh Welchel. 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 Damn it. I knew I was going to say it wrong. <laughs> Uh, this is taken uh, bits and pieces from the Super Beat Boy soundtrack that he composed. So well, thank you. He just did a song on it, but yeah. Yeah, he did this song that I took parts of the song from. Does it ever play in the game at all? Or no. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it it kind of has like it's like this. Uh, it's really cool. You should go like try to find it on YouTube. It's like a um, Power of the Beat remix or something, and it. Kind of has this uh, almost like a superhero song, theme song type vibe or whatever for for Super Meat Boy. It's kind of cool. But anyway, uh, I know that we missed a week. I uh, apologize for that. we kind of been trying to keep it where we are around every week. But, you know, uh, Mark was sick and he kind of still is sick. But he's yep. powering through today. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm more sick now than I was last week. <laughs> Man, somehow that got worse. That's that's not a good thing. I think I have strep throat, so I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. I'm kind of glad I'm not near you then. <laughs> well, it's not contagious after I think like the first 24 hours. Oh really? Like I've been I've been hanging out with my neighbor all week, and he's been fine. <laughs> well, that's good because usually. And my daughter gets those, she ends up giving parts of it to me, and I'm just like, no, I really didn't want to have a strep throat right now, but thanks. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, by the time next week rolls around, you're feeling a lot better, because I know it's it's got to be a pain in the ass to be going through that right now, especially having had it for so long, it seems. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I mean, that means we've got about, like, two weeks of new uh, news to sift through. We've got a few things that we were going to talk about the week before that we didn't. Uh, and we'll also get to talk about a top five that was done last, I guess, last week now on, on Saturday morning. The best game, uh, the top five games of 2015 so far. That'll kind of pretty much be led by Mark mostly because I haven't played a lot of stuff that came out this year. But, you know, we can kind of just converse about a few things. Um, I think Mark didn't get to... I think you didn't get to talk about finishing Batman and everything. Last I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't start it last, the last time we did yeah. this. <laughs> so you've finished it now? Yep. I'm at like 98%. And you had the PC version, so, you know, the the one that was apparently terrible. It was, my card is barely meeting the minimum requirements, 
so it ran slow for sure, like not at full speed. But I also didn't try to run it like an asshole, like like max settings, like most people do. It was fine. Well, so that's what you think it is then? People trying to run it at max settings and then it just, it's not meant for that? or. Well, I mean, people, like, people have like a 980 card and they expect to run a game in max settings. So if they're not running, if it's not being able to run with the, like the best card in the market right now, commercially at least, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, supposedly, the the big deal is that apparently Warner Brothers knew it was bad. They went ahead and released it. Obviously, we've talked about on here that, you know, the AAA developers don't really care about the PC market. Look at Mortal Kombat X. That was fine. Yeah, so much. But, I mean, you know, uh, that's what's funny is, like, we've seen uh, Ubisoft delay, delay Assassin's Creed before because they wanted to make sure the PC port was right and... <clears throat> Other companies have done that before, or they've released the PC version first and then released the other ones later. So it, it's a bit weird that I, I think at this point, Warner Brothers just wanted to make sure they all got out at the same time. They they figured it would hurt sales, so it's well, whatever at this point. I imagine yanking it and people getting all the refunds hurt sales a little more. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. But you know, I, I don't think they were counting the. the Obviously, the fact that they didn't care that it was messed up shows you they really weren't caring too much about whether or not the PC market uh, bought that game or whatever. <coughs> yeah, I had a friend who was outraged by it, but he played it on the, on the Xbox One. And I'm like, what do you have to be outraged by? <laughs> yeah, it works just fine on there. Uh, some people, I guess. But, uh, so what else have you been playing in this time that we well, haven't done a podcast? Beat Batman. I, uh, just got Infamous First Light, like that side story thing. It's fine. I only played, like, 20 minutes of it. <clears throat> got Rocket League I'm going to review soon. Uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution still sucks. And I beat Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah, I saw you playing some of that on the stream. That was, uh... <clears throat> Quite awesome. You were pretty good at that game. I know my Tetris. <laughs> the funniest thing is that game has a story mode, but every time you hit a story sequence, like you can't stream it. I don't think. Oh really? And it happens every match, and it's like it's very annoying. Yeah, that would seem so. Uh, Daniel is in the chat, so hopefully he'll be able to give some opinions here and there. And I'm uh, really thinking on ordering Diablo 3 for PS4. I would do it. Too bad you don't have an Xbox One we can play together, but... Get the PC version, noob. (laughs) At this point, it's so low, I could probably get the PS4 version. (laughs) It's like 30 bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. I bought it new, so... And I told you I ordered uh, Final Fantasy Typo, which would be fun. Yeah, I'd love to be able to hear what you think about it. I've, I'm still kind of working my way through it, but I just got too many things going on at the moment. Um, I If you don't know, Rocket League is one of the PS Plus games this month, so I also got to play it. Uh, if you remember Randy and Wes from 
uh, the when we did the E3 podcast. I played with Randy and some of his friends. That game is absolutely just awesome with friends. <clears throat> uh, it is pretty much like you drive a car, like one of these. Uh, I don't know if you, it's like a rally car or, or I think something. a micro machine. Yeah, like a micro, like a almost sort of like a car that would have been on Robot Wars or something like that. And you're inside this this dome thing where you can pretty much you can even drive on top of the ceiling and uh, the physics are just crazy and the ball bounces everywhere. It's like you're playing, you know, if it's for a soccer term, it's like you're playing on turf because that's kind of what the ball does on turf. And it, it's just nuts. Like every time you think you're about to be able to hit the ball, it goes right over you or it just it moves in a weird way you're not expecting and it's just so crazy because the car it's it's very arcadey it's not it's not going to stop on a dime and you're going to be able to move around and everything because you're driving a car it doesn't just stop and whatever so it's just like every time you think you're going to be able to block it you don't hit it right and it goes on the goal anyway it's just it's absolutely just a lot of fun you can just really lose yourself in that game especially if you have, if you have friends you can play online by yourself you can uh, play a season mode it has like apparently 27 weeks that you go through uh, oh, difficulties so i mean randy said he only played it for like three hours yesterday and he's already on like week 22 or something so apparently it doesn't take that long uh you know so I would suggest to download that. Uh, the other games for PS Plus are Entwined, which is also on PS3. Um, and uh, um, the Sticks Master Shadows. Oh, the stuff game. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played that yet, but I've heard it's good. Is it good? I only know about it. I saw a video. It looked okay. Look, it looked, looked, looked kind of clunky, but like enduring. Uh, Rain is on PS3. And I downloaded it, but I haven't touched it yet. And Geometry Wars 3 is on PS Vita, so I think PS Vita got one of the best games out of everything. <coughs> Considering, you know, they're not really making games that much for the Vita anymore. Um, I'm still reviewing Whispering Willows, which, man, that game is... The, the plot is you're this girl uh, trying to find her father... And it's, you can pretty much, like, click the mouse pad button, or the the, the big uh, button in the middle to change it to your spirit. And then the spirit will go through these holes that are just magically made there for you, for the spirit to go through. None of the traps are really hard. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't, it's, it's boring. It's, there's just, I don't feel like there's a connection to anything that's going on. There's a lot of encyclopedia stuff you can read to find out about the ghosts and the stuff that is there but you just never feel like the story is is very uh it doesn't grab you you know um it just uh you go through these doors and you go through windows and they just it kind of happens and the art style is cool and everything but it's kind of like one of the few pauses like it's not a bad game it's just there I guess I could say. Um, so hopefully I'll have that ready to go sometime next week. I was surprised that they still give out codes for games that are going to be on PS Plus, but I'll be interested to see what you think about it. 
about Rocket League getting the play <clears throat> I mean, it's fine. The only thing I don't like is uh, the AI for like your teammates sucks when you're playing single player. It's really oh, bad. Yeah. And, and then the, if you play it on a higher difficulty than rookie, it seems like the AI that's against you is freaking awesome. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. Not, I mean, it might be one of those where there's a little steep learning curve, or yeah. But all right, uh, Daniel says he's been playing Arkham, but he hasn't gotten too far into it. Let's <clears throat> maybe he'll get to make some progress. Arkham is kind of it's a, it's a fine enough game. They they really overuse the car though. Yeah, I heard I heard you told me there was platforming with the car even. Yeah, you go into, like, the hover tank mode, and, like, there are sections we have to, like, navigate narrow paths with the car. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. all. Also, like, all of the Riddler's traps are just insane bullshit. How are they? Like, he's not even trying. Like, he's just like, here's a racetrack, and... I put obstacles in it, and it's a riddle. And it's like, no, it's not. It's it's a racetrack. And I use a button to switch between the the track points. Wow. Just awesome. Well, hopefully, you know, thankfully those aren't, like, big parts of the game or anything. That... No, they are. Oh, they are? Yeah. So that would make it to well, where you're... They're like side quests, but I, if you want to save Catwoman, you got to do them. Is Catwoman saving Catwoman mandatory? No, side quest. There are like eleven different side quests you can do at any like given time. Well, at least people can't complain. There's not enough to do in the game. There's too many. There's too many trophies though. Missions there now? Or are they coming later? I don't know, it's on PS4. Oh, you got it for PSC, that's right. Yeah. There are too many trophies, though, like usual. Yeah, of course. So the people looking for trophies never run out of things to do, either. The funniest thing, though, is, like, in the old games, when you get an upgrade, like, it mattered. In this game, you get so many upgrades, it just becomes, like, humorous. Oh, really? You get a new suit... And you get, like, seven virtual missions to, like, see what the new suit can do. And you get seven upgrade points from those missions. And this is a farce. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like, we want you to try out this suit, by the way. Well, it's actually good. You can do, like, a quick kill, like, multi-quick kill, essentially, like, maneuver. It's really fun. Right. <clears throat> Well, alright, let's get on to the news here. There, The Game Critics Awards came out for E3. Uh, best of show was Fallout 4, which shouldn't surprise people, I guess. Or any, anything, you, you have anything else that should have been best game of the show? It was also best RPG, which I don't remember there being any other RPG that you could actually play on the floor. So... Yo, what about uh, Cuphead? Cuphead... It didn't even win Best Independent Game. No Man's yeah. Sky won. As it should. 
Uh, Uncharted won best graphics. Uh, did, Star it, Wars uh, ba- did it also win like best bug? Won <laughs> 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 best console game as well. Horizon Zero Dawn won best original game, which it should have. Best handheld game was Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. That seems weak. <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe there wasn't a lot of handheld games on there. Uh, Oculus Touch was best hardware. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront won, won best online and best action game. Nope. No, not for you. Uncharted 4 also won best action adventure game, which seems like they just made the two separate so they could have two separate games. Need for Speed won best racing game. Why? Uh, FIFA won best sports game, and it was Super the, Mario Maker won best family game. Won it was the only racing game there. Yeah, right, because 4 and 6 ain't even ready yet. Uh, so, you know, this is something that came out, I think, during the last week. And you would probably know a bit more about this than me, because you're the, the PC guy. I kind of just play games on my PC. I don't pay attention much to the hardware stuff, but... There's stuff going around that not only Microsoft, but apparently Samsung and somebody else that I can't remember right this minute, um, Qualcomm, are interested in buying AMD because AMD is apparently not doing that well. And there's a lot of people that are, well, Sony people that are worried that if Microsoft buys AMD, similar to how Microsoft has to play Sony for the Blu-ray, uh, Sony would have to pay Microsoft for the AMD chips that are in the PlayStation 4. So, I guess turnabout is fair play at this point, but what do you think? <clears throat> I don't... I can see them buying AMD just for, like, the CPU like side of it, but it's I think it's too big of a gamble for Microsoft, especially since Intel is such like, a big partner of theirs, and it's still, like, so dominant in the marketplace. Why do you think it's a it's a bad? <clears throat> Their video cards are not good. <laughs> Damn! Wish would have wish I would have known you when I bought my computer. <laughs> well, I mean they're fine, but most com- most games like prefer to use Nvidia stuff. That that's what I've noticed, and it's just easier for me or easier to mess with. I think. <clears throat> well, and AMD, like AMD's lines are like completely crazy because you can't tell which is like the good card now. What makes them different? Or well, I, I think like the best AMD card is like something like nine seventy something or other. Yeah. Like, let's let's say nine seven fifty or. Uh, no, that's, not, that's a CPU. Uh, I thought it was like a 9800 or something like that right now. No, that's the NVIDIA one. Ah, that's the NVIDIA one. That's the one that makes sense. Because <laughs> they had a... Uh, a few years ago, they like reset their product numbering line. So now they went back to like the up, like the 100 series. They used to have like the 9000 card and stuff like that, but they reset it. Yeah, the, ah, okay. the AMD cards, they're at like an R9 series, and it's like... Okay, I guess, but that means nothing to me. <laughs> right. Well, we'll have to see. Apparently, the leading thought is that Qualcomm might buy them because of the servers and all that. So, who knows? Yeah. 
I think it'd be funny if Microsoft did buy them because they'd be like, no, you can't use the, P- the AMD chip in PS4. <laughs> Well, I don't know if they could tell them they couldn't. They just they probably have to work out some kind of deal where Sony would have to pay them a bunch of money or something. Let's <clears throat> well, find some contract like, like Ironclad for the yeah. for the PS4, so that'd be fine. And then the next cycle, uh, PS5 can use an Nvidia chip. Yeah, and then just still blow Microsoft out of the water anyway. Again, so <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that's come out about the NX. Probably a bunch of stuff that's going to get shot down by the time we uh, finished talking about this anyway, so we'll have to see, but last week the whole deal was that apparently Nintendo didn't want to say anything about the NX because they're worried that people will steal their ideas. Now there's apparently a rumor going around that Nintendo has gone to supply chain partners and ordered pilot production on the new system from Foxconn Electronics and that the initial manufacturing is going to start in October, and then they would ramp up production in May or June of 2016, and possibly launch it in July. Uh, that that seems too soon. <laughs> and then they would. There's no. Apparently, they're thinking about shipping 20. They want to ship 20 million consoles by the first year. Uh, Nintendo also says they're going to support Wii U and 3DS post-launch of the NX, which I don't believe a word of, because yeah. the Wii U's already not getting supported. <laughs> uh, you know, I, the only thing I will say is that, why would you launch in frickin' July of all months? That wouldn't make any sense to me. Like, you're going to lose out on a lot of money by not launching in November when there's no other console launch going on around you. Like, if if we're getting... The PS4, Xbox One, and then the NX all at the same time. Then yeah, sure, okay. Make sure you're away from the other two, but we're not I, even close. Well, I can see them want building up production in May or June, but launching in July is insane. Like, first of all, there's still Zelda to worry about. Like, putting that out there. And oh no, I think at this point we're getting a Twilight Princess. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I just think that there's no way that Zelda comes out only for Wii U at this point. But all the depends on the NX is like, it what it is. Like if it's going to be more powerful than the Wii U, or if it's going to be like a handheld uh, home console, like hybrid hybrid unit. Yeah, I, I mean to me it just at this point the fact that we haven't said anything about because by this point Nintendo would have said something about there being a 4DS or whatever the next handheld is I'm really thinking that they have to be doing a and that's why what the rumor that came out that they're worried about people stealing their ideas is because Sony has something that they could do immediately If, if they came out today and said this is what we're doing which I guess technically Sony could still do it in the the year that it would take the NX to come out or whatever. But if if they're worried about, say, we announced that pretty much our system is a spruced-up Wii U with a 3DS as the controller and as something that you can basically... Basically like the Wii U tablet, but you can take the 3DS and basically play the game anywhere and not have to have the thing connected to the system at all then that's 
fine, but that would make me really think about why we haven't said anything about it. And, and perhaps maybe they haven't because they're really they want to see if the mobile stuff works first before they even announce a another portable because possibly their portable could also tie in with a maybe they have a spruced up portable that's also a phone and it can play both mobile games and whatever the next 3ds is going to be so i don't know what what do you uh it'll just be the second nomad too <laughs> but but if you're nintendo at this point what I mean, can they can they come out with a system again that doesn't have graphics like the PS4 and Xbox One, and basically have the whatever your big box is going to be as like a set top box for your portable system? I mean, what can they really do that's going to set the world on fire? I mean, we've already heard Reggie has nothing; he doesn't care about VR. So I mean, what what are you going to bring to the table that's going to make third parties all of a sudden go? Okay, let's make something for that system. Another Rob unit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I, the graphics thing is, is kind of a double-edged sword. Because they want to put in a decent chip in it, or a decent like, GPU and CPU and everything. But that increased cost, which increased price. But also, like, Nintendo games really don't need them. Why do you say that? Like, because, like, Mario Galaxy or <clears throat> uh, Mario 3D World, I think that was the one for Wii U, those still look like great games. And they're on not great hardware. <laughs> so maybe they just don't care about, about like, third-party stuff. Well, I mean, they... I just can't imagine that Nintendo just thinks they can do it all themselves again. Because it's already shown that if you don't have other people supporting you, people are not going to buy your... I mean, they can come out with Nintendo games every single month, and I still don't think people are going to flock to that system unless you have those big third-party games coming to that system. Well, everyone already has at least one of the other consoles. Um... And they don't do it all themselves. Like, I, like, I would get a Wii U display bayonetta two, for example. Like, they can subcontract out that type of stuff pretty easily if they want, or you know, just buy it. Yeah. Do you think it'll be uh, backwards compatible to the Wii U? Maybe. Maybe just like the controller or like gamepad. Yeah. But they really need to like. Fix their virtual console stuff. Finally. Yeah, that's something that, that could really help them is make the virtual console all one thing instead of, okay, you have one for 3DS, you have one for Wii U, you have one for NX, you have one for Wii, you have one for whatever. No, I, I'd go further. I'd, I'd just make it in Netflix for games. Yeah. that's I mean, be way better than PS Now. Nintendo has way more than Sony can offer as far as your first party and you make it all the way from NES to the Wii, or I don't know if they can even do the Wii, but... Yeah, they, they could. I mean, there are Wii games on the Wii U that you can download, so why not? Yeah, but then they'd have to make those controllers compatible and everything, whereas 
you know, all the other ones before the Wii U, you can pretty much map them to whatever your controller is going to be, or even the if the 3DS is going to be your controller, you can map it to that. They made the GameCube controller compatible for the Wii U. I think they're fine with that idea. Yeah. Well, I have to say, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Daniel <clears throat> brings up a good point that he thinks, you know, it's either got to have the graphics or it's got to have, you know, what I was mentioning. It's got to have something that's going to set it apart that the other companies aren't doing or there's going to be no reason to own the system because the tablet was a great idea, but then Nintendo just didn't, didn't foresee the fact that tablets were going to blow up and it pretty much made their tablet machine an afterthought because then you can just get a tablet a little bit more expensive but it can do a whole lot more crap than the Wii U it's an actual tablet (laughs) yeah the Wii U is just a gaming machine so you know that plays games that are still inferior to these other systems that can also do more way more things than you know the Wii U so I mean I'm not downing the Wii U at all I just feel like to me now I feel like okay well Nintendo didn't give me anything other than Star Fox and Yoshi that I really want to play, and I don't know if Star Fox did enough to make me want to go rush out and buy a $300 system. I really think Nintendo messed up and didn't lower the price a little bit more, considering. Unless they can't. Man, maybe they can't. I mean, God, like you can't even buy that tablet separate from the console. I thought you could. I thought you if, could have two. Oh no, maybe it's the Pro Controller or whatever it is. If you, like, if you bust it, you can order like a replacement on uh, like Nintendo's parts store. But you can't like go into a store and buy another one. But also, yeah. there's no reason to because you can only use one of those things for a console. Right. Which is dumb. Yeah, that was the big thing. Like that people kept bothering Nintendo about from the beginning was that why couldn't you use two tablets at least but you know they, they decided what they decided obviously I, I just feel like at this point it, I'm assuming they're going to wait till the holiday and maybe drop it $50 again with and then put a bunch of games in there or something or, or do something to entice people what is it now like 280 still it's a 280. I thought it was still at 300. Let me check. I think it's at 280. The last time I checked, it was. Yeah, or yeah, you're right. 300 for like 3D, like a 3D World yeah. and uh, Nintendo, like Nintendo Land. Yeah, which you know. And it's like, just awesome or whatever. <laughs> it's like, why would I get that console for 300 when I can get a PS4 for 350 or an Xbox One for 300? 350? Yeah, 350. Well, it's, um... Is it... Yeah, it's 350 for the 500, and and it's 400 for the 1 terabyte, I think. Yeah. So it's... Well, Nintendo, you know what? And then Nintendo also wants to apparently have mass appeal with their mobile games... Uh, they want to make several software titles that are considered worldwide hits as soon as possible. Well, duh. Um, I mean, what, do you want your mobile games to, like, not sell at all? But, you know, people are complaining, you know, not complaining, but they're saying, you know, this is the same approach they went with with the Wii. 
and the console sold a lot, but it, there wasn't a lot of games that sold. So, you know, should you make games that appeal to certain, you know, to certain gamers? But that, that's the thing, though. With mobile games, you just, you, it's so many different people that are playing those games. If, if you're gonna make, uh, say, an RPG, and you make a, you know, Mario game, and I don't know what else you make it's gonna appeal to a lot of different people so their idea is probably gonna work for mobile i just you know they apparently <laughs> want to receive smaller payments for a larger pool of consumers so they don't want to nickel and dime you i guess with their it'll be flappy bird too with birdo hey i would play that with birdo birdo's awesome yes i love birdo did you see the, uh, I don't know how old this kid is, but he said his dad worked for a company and he found the, what might be the dolphin in his attic? No, the PlayStation. Well, like, it's the, the Nintendo the PlayStation. Well, the dolphin was, the, was uh, the GameCube, I thought, originally. Well, whatever they, the, the, um, the yeah. disk drive Nintendo. Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah. He found that, and apparently there's people that are saying it's it's really that's what it is. He wasn't able to boot it up or anything because he didn't have the DC cable, but that's kind of cool. I didn't know those things were still around. But Well, that's like probably the only one. <laughs> I want to know what game it is that's sitting there in that. Well, it's not going well, to be like Crash Bandicoot or anything, I can tell you that. Yeah. It'll be like a tech demo of that. Yeah, or maybe sure like a all. demo of a game, but I mean, it's cool. It's out there. Yeah, I, I mean that, that was just cool when I saw it. I was like, "Wow, somebody found this!" So, <laughs> did you see he's gonna try to put it up on auction? Oh, really? I I envision that thing selling, and the per the person buying it or the company buying it is gonna be Nintendo, and they will just quietly lock it away <laughs> probably there's somebody apparently so that they'd already offered him three thousand dollars for it and he said no so that's the, that that thing honestly minimum i would say 40 grand jeez really yeah because it is such a rare specific and important console yeah even if it doesn't work like even if he manages to find a power adapter and it just does not work, it'll still be worth that price. Oh, really? Wow. I mean, if it can work, that'll be more. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it works, that thing's that goes up way, way in value. That's, that's amazing. Someone that dude I, found him a gold mine. <laughs> I saw a uh, post a few like a few days ago about someone found an old. This is from a few years ago, but someone found an old Phantom console. They actually made prototypes of that thing. Yeah. Wow. And like, it, he took it to a computer store, and it was like, it basically did not work because like half of it was like, basically for show. <laughs> Like it had like, it had like a headphone jack. Just wasn't connected to anything. 
Well, that's why the Phantom never went anywhere. Yep. Daniel says that he thinks somebody's going to pay six figures for that. Yeah. I, I, some rich collector or company like Nintendo, but... So, Sony will buy it and just put it on display. <laughs> You're like, the last time Nintendo was relevant. No, just... <laughs> kind of. It was for the SNES, so you're actually kind of right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, they've released information on Minecraft Story Mode. Uh, the Probably the most interesting thing is the voice cast I got for this, which is pretty uh, stellar for a video game. Uh, Martha Plimpton from Raising Hope. Uh, Patton Oswalt uh, he's going to be your main character uh, you've got Ashley Johnson who was in The Last of Us she's also in Tales of Borderlands Corey Feldman from The Goonies and all that stuff Billy yep. West from Futurama uh, Pee Wee from Paul Rubens from Pee Wee Herman yeah, eh. they got a guy from The Walking Dead I mean just not, Corey, not bad, honestly. Corey Feldman is obviously the biggest star there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently it's a... Uh, you're Jesse and you're going... Throughout the season, you, you are... Jesse and a group of friends revere the legendary Order of the Stone and four adventurers who slayed the Ender Dragon. Um... The Order are at the very best at what they do. There's a warrior, a redstone engineer, a griefer, whatever the hell that is, and an architect. The griefer is a guy who burns on your house. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so apparently you have to find the Order of the Stone and save the world from oblivion or whatever. Uh, I heard John was apparently not happy about this on the 4PC. He wanted it to be a total comedy. He's not happy that there's like an adventure game sort of thing to it. To which I said, there's no way that Telltale can make a game without some kind of drama because then the choices you make don't mean anything. Now, I mean, you can make a point that the choices you make don't really mean anything anyway, but they have to make you think that they mean something. I don't know. I mean, even Toys of Borderlands is really funny, but they still have dramatic elements in there. Well, I mean, their older games didn't, so that's maybe what he might, might be talking about. Yeah. What do you think? Does any of this make you want to play the Minecraft game now? Like, I'm kind of interested just to, you know, if the voice cast is good. It... I would say no, because even with that voice cast, I still have zero interest in that property. And that right. that story really like smells of a Lego movie to me for some reason. That's exactly my thought, too. Did you see uh, the, the <clears throat> Doctor trailer for Lego Dimensions? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I am Even if I get that game somehow, I'm not looking forward to having to buy 12 different Doctor Lego figurines... Oh, I know. I'm sitting like... Because you know they'll they make them. all the doctors now. You know they'll make them. But will they have them all come out here, though? That's important from Britain. Yeah, because that's, like, my thought was, like, would people really want to buy all those? 
Well, the only one that's important is the Eighth Doctor, so there you go. <laughs> uh, I mean, I still think that's cool that Peter Capaldi does the voice and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, 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 like the, I like the one shot of him and uh, Doc Brown hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I saw Homer in there for a little bit, too. I was like, oh, my God, The Simpsons. Like, now I'm don't know if I want to go down that path of I'm already sitting here trying to keep myself from buying uh, Disney Infinity D.0s <laughs> the doctor being in the game is making me go oh I said I didn't want to buy that game I said I didn't want to touch it but It'll, it might be the first good game the doctor's been in yeah Daniel says he's going to give uh, Minecraft a shot because it's telltale they would never really done anything wrong so traffic park well, you can give them a pass. That was their first one, right? It's just... No. No? Not at all. Wasn't... That was like their fifth one. <laughs> well, then, that was bad, then. Because Back to the Future... No. Yeah. <clears throat> they did like that, and Wallace and Gromit, and some strong bad game, and stuff like that, so... Yeah. <clears throat> well... Eh, I, I guess you gotta have to have a clunker in there. That was like the that was like the first one in like their new style, but that still doesn't really excuse it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Bethesda has revealed apparently something that they should have told you at E3, but they didn't. That apparently the only way you can pre-order the Fallout 4 bundle that gets you the Fallout 3 uh, code is you have to order it on xbox.com because it's not available on Amazon and it's not going to be available at retailers, apparently. Uh, it was sort of makes sense since only the Xbox version is going to get you this. You don't get it with the PS4. Um, well, it's not like backward compatibility. <laughs> well, it is going to be backwards compatible, so... No, I meant for the PS4. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but... <coughs> Yeah, I mean, should they probably offer it on other retailers? Probably. But they also, do, I think their thing is they want to control the codes. If they start giving it to other retailers, then you're losing track of how many codes you really have to give out. And then you don't really know who's going to get it and who doesn't. This way, if you get it through Xbox.com, okay, you tell Xbox, okay, we have this many. Once you have this many pre-orders, you got to take that off your website or whatever. But people are apparently really pissed about this for some reason. Well, isn't it still going to be backward compatibility like, compatible? Yeah, you can. Well, when the, when the Xbox One uh, backward compatibility thing works, it, it'll still it'll work. So you can play that. Honest, honestly, it's stupid. Like, just go go to GameStop and get the Fallout Three disc for like five dollars. Or I think it's like I saw it for like four dollars, and you can get the Game of the Year edition for like ten. Yeah. Just, just go do that. Why waste money getting, or even buying the digital version of Fallout Three, which apparently has gone back to being sixty bucks? It's ridiculous. I told um, you I'm, bu I'm buying two versions of that game. This. But yeah, I mean, there's different ways that. You could wait for it to have a sale on Steam. I mean, there's just 
so many other ways you can get Fallout 3 without wasting your money to get that. But, but they want to play it on the new console because they're cheap. It'll still play on the new console. Yeah, but now I don't have to put a disc in. Oh, boy. I mean, to be honest, yeah, the, the new systems... So the, the, the Xbox One really makes it annoying to have a disc game. Because if you have all your other games digital or whatever, all you have to do is press a button and then... Well, now you have to install this... It's like, okay, I have this disc that used to you'd have the disc and it would keep you from having to install the game or anything like that. And now you still have to waste hard drive space installing the entire game whether you have the disc or not. So it's almost kind of pointless to have the disc version of the game for the Xbox One. Except it's cheaper. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the oh. only reason. Well, like I told you, I, I bought a Final Fantasy Type-O for PS4 for 15 bucks used from Gamefly. Meanwhile, like the PSN store is selling it for 50 It's like tough choice there. Yeah, really. No need, yeah, no need to go waste your money on the digital version. Apparently, the Last Guardian developers have come out and said that if nobody talked about Last Guardian, they would have just canceled it. But the fact that people kept talking about the game and wondering when it was going to come out, that made them actually make the game. That, that's the hallmark of a good game right there. <laughs> we, we would have canceled this shit if no one cared. <laughs> So how about you start like really talking about all these other, you know, games and maybe it'll it'll just happen. It worked for Shenmue three. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> that took like years, so <laughs> it won't take a decade. Yeah. Well I mean now with Kickstarter, I guess anything's possible. Speaking of, uh Kiji and Afune is already kickstarting another game. He didn't have enough of Mighty Number no. Nine. He is making a third person <clears throat> action RPG. Uh, from the same team at Concept. Uh, it's called Red Ash. And it takes place where humans are almost extinct as a result of a large-scale robot world war. Um, yeah. It's so, Mega Man Legends 3. Pretty much, that's that's what I've heard. That they're making a spiritual successor to Mega Man Legends. And, and guess what, guys? Mega Man Legends 1 and 2 sucked. <laughs> so I... At least they don't have to go too far. Like, people had nostalgia for that game now because it introduced Tronbon, who's a funny character. But try playing those games. No. Not even on the cheap. Well, like, if I remember correctly, I think Arch, like, you didn't, you, like, there, it didn't have second stick aiming control. Like, it was all still digital. So, like, yeah. R2 and L2 were, like, Look up and down to aim. It's like, wow. all right. That really seems cumbersome. Well, that's how they did it back then, but it's like that doesn't fly. That doesn't fly now. Yeah, it's like when you know when they remastered uh, Green Fandango, they took out the tank controls because it's yeah. just a pain in the ass to play with the tank controls now. Same, same with Resident Evil. It's like that. No, that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, and Animusha and all that stuff is like, and Animusha is really bad because that game you're trying to not use guns, you're using swords and stuff, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's <coughs> really annoying to 
trying I'm to hit someone with this. I'm surprised they've not done like an Onimusha HD pack or something like that. Maybe Capcom's just waiting to run out of all the Resident Evil games first. Or, well, the ones that they're going to make because they probably won't do 2 and 3 at all. I showed you that one cool uh, 2 video, right? Yeah, that was awesome. That really looked like it could have been made by uh, Capcom. Yeah, some dude just like recreated like the Claire campaign at Unreal Engine 4. It's like, good job. That's <laughs> awesome. You should go check it out on YouTube. It's actually really good. Um, to no surprise of anyone, Reggie Fusume says that he understands all the, react the negative reactions to Metroid Prime. But he says that anybody that, that's played Federation Force doesn't think the game sucks. And I hope he used that exact word. <laughs> he didn't use that exact word, but he's pretty much saying that you need to play the game and then tell me if you still think it's bad. I do, I do kind of understand his thinking in that they are Nintendo and they should be the ones that take it in different directions. Well, you know they what? I'll, yeah. I'll probably agree with him. You know, it's probably not a bad game. But also, it's not a Metroid game. And that's the issue people have. <laughs> yeah, if they would have put another name on it besides Metroid, I'm sure it would have been just fine. It's called, like, isn't it like Metroid Freedom Force or whatever the hell? Federation Force, yeah. but it's Yeah, just, just call it that. It's called Federation Force and just screw it. <laughs> yeah, and you can have hints to it being something about Metroid, but you don't have to have the Metroid name on it, and then nobody would have gotten upset. But I think... You know, I've seen Nintendo, too. They're trying to just take in different directions, see if it does anything. You know, Hyrule Warriors did decently, and that's why they're making the 3DS version. So, you know, well, it's apparently supposed to be a sort of sort of sequel to the Wii U version, which, I'm sorry, if you didn't buy the Wii U version now, you're not going to go back and buy the Wii U version. Or you didn't play the Wii U version when it came out, you're not going to go buy the Wii U version now, so... Hopefully it's not something where you're going to be totally lost playing the 3DS version, because I kind of want to check it out. But it's the only way I'll play some kind of Stamina Warriors game is if it has Link in it. But, it, you know, I don't blame Nintendo for trying to do something different. I think people are just, you know, people are going to hate on everything before it's even out there. Speaking of, did you play the Escapist game? I no, I really want to, but no. Now, well, now, uh, you know, if you love Walking Dead, there's going to be an escapist Walking Dead. Uh, you can control Rick as he tries to secure the safety of a number of familiar characters, seeking out safe escape route from each area, fending off zombie hordes and keeping as many of them alive as possible as they escape. Um, it's going to recreate timelines of the comics. Uh, it's going to, it's they call it like 80%. The Escapists, I think, and 20% Walking Dead is what, the, what I'm looking at. But it's only coming out for Xbox One and PC for the moment. I'm sure it'll come to PS4 at some point, just like the regular Escapist game did. So I wouldn't be too upset if you're a PS4 owner and don't have a gaming PC. or Even though really you don't need a gaming PC that much. These are 8-bit graphics we're talking about. Yeah, it's not, it's not a demanding game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I kind of like I like the art style, obviously being a bit and everything. I kind of liked the what you were supposed to do in the game. Just 
you know, having a Walking Dead license now, I think it's going to bring in more people. But, uh, you know, it's, you think this will sell better than the first game did? The first game apparently sold, uh, 600,000 or something like that over all the, all the consoles. I mean, maybe, but The Walking Dead is kind of a damaged franchise with some games. Like, they did the Telltale game, games which are great, but they also did that oh, survival instinct. instinct was terrible. Yeah. Poor Norman Reedus. Well, hey, at least you got to be in one game. <laughs> All right. So you excited about a Talos Principle expansion? Coming out in a okay. couple weeks? I had that game. I never played it. Oh, really? <laughs> one of the many games that you have that, uh... I just... I, I love that game because it's made by the Serious Sand developers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Devolver did... And um, Hotline Miami and... All that. Um, apparently it's, the expense is going to add four episodes to the game more challenging puzzles uh, you're going to return to the road of Gehenna and return to a hidden part of the simulation as Uriel and try to free more trap souls I guess so uh, something that made me excited but yet made me also realize I'm probably not going to be able to have time to play them as Mark told me uh, Dragon Quest 7 is now supposedly coming along with Dragon Quest 8 uh, to Japan first, and they're going to make a French version, which would probably only lead to them making an English version at some point. Dragon Quest 7 is awesome. So is Dragon Quest 8, by the way. I love the fact that they're bringing Dragon Quest 7. I've heard so many people over the years say, I want Dragon Quest 7, I want Dragon Quest 7. So now you're getting both. Because the PS2 game was awesome. It also had the graphics from Akira Toriyama. So there's that. They really made it look like a Dragon Ball game set in the Dragon Quest universe. And it doesn't end there because Dragon Quest Eleven is apparently also coming. Uh, that'll, no, that'll be the MMO. No, Ten is the MMO. And they're not. apparently Eleven will not be an MMO. Uh, so uh, there's no word, though, is if it's only going to come to Wii U or if it's going to come to other platforms. At this point, Square would be stupid if they let it only come to Wii U because it's not going to sell that well. Uh, the only th deal is, apparently, if they have it come to something else besides the Wii U, then Square would have to take it in-house and it might cost them more money. So, who knows, whatever. But, hey, if Square's going to have their own thing that's going to be trying to bring up the quality of JRPGs or whatever it was the thing they announced at the end of their conference you might want to start with a property that you know a lot of people actually care about you know just just saying not not that you know Dragon Quest doesn't sell that well over here but still they need to, they need to have more metal slide controllers yes that would be awesome plus I love the rocket slime games on the the, the handhelds did you ever see that controller? I've seen it. I, it's. I'm drawing a blank right now to like exactly a, what it looks like. It's but. like a blue blob. Awesome. I've, just, actually, just, I've seen it in person. Oh, really? Yeah, it's at a store I go to occasionally. Yeah, I now I kind of want it. It's only like 20 bucks. Ah. Not bad. Is it, what is it for? Uh, PS2. Ah, uh, well, see, I don't have a PS2. So. An adapter. So, 
Heroes Reborn are going to have the Heroes Reborn TV show is going to have two video games that will be prequels to the series. Okay. Let's already find a way to get people to not watch Heroes Reborn. Don't do this. Like, you did this before with the uh, putting little um, factoids and and other character developing things online before watching things on demand online was something big that you did. Don't add extra story that somebody's going to have to go somewhere else and find because that made heroes a problem the first time. This isn't helping. But I can get, you know, I can understand it also works in a different way in that maybe you might get kids to watch the TV show or... Kids are going to watch that. There's no fucking way. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to watch this TV show and go, okay, I want to play the game now. I, I just don't. But apparently there's going to be one game that's going to be for consoles and PC, which is a first-person action adventure game with Cassandra, who's 20 years old. She has time travel powers and telekinesis helps her solve problems, puzzles and um, whatever. And there's also going to be a mobile game. Yeah, of course which, there is. Which is a first-person person action puzzle game that's built with the Unreal 4 engine uh, That's has Cassandra's younger sister, Dahlia, who is 14. And she's going to... It's a, I guess it's a stealth game or something? I just... I, you know, I don't know. Is it me, or is NBC incredibly desperate? I don't know, but Tim Kring's, like, Imperative Entertainment are the ones designing it. And the guys that made Horn, and the guys that uh, also made Man of Steel, WWE Immortals, and Nether, or uh, a company called Phosphor is making these games. So. I don't, I don't care about any of those games. What I care about is, you know how they're bringing Coach back? I want them yeah. to make Coach video games. I want an RPG where you're Jerry Van Dyke, a dating simulator. <laughs> I will I will buy that. <laughs> what is that? Like the, uh, the new... Uh, oh, God. Why can't I think of the name? Leisure Suit Larry, but it'll yep. be uh, <laughs> Coach... <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, just uh, hilarious. There's a new Digimon game coming. So if you still. I'm probably going to get stuck reviewing it somehow. So, Don't yeah. look at me. I know nothing about that series. <laughs> uh, it's coming for the PS4 and Vita. It's called Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. I'm not even going to read the stuff about the game because it'll probably just be completely different by the time we get it over here. Just. Uh, I really want to uh, play that Tales of Zisteria game. To, what? This, uh, what is it? Tales of Zisteria? Oh, yeah, Zisteria, yeah. I and really the, think... I kind of like it. They're already making that birth area or whatever. Yeah. The, na the names of these friggin' games. Just well, Steam, if you pre-order on Steam, it's cool. You get another game with it. <laughs> oh, really? What game do you... Uh, Tales of... Uh, something... It's another Tales game that's pretty popular. Tales Symphonia? Yeah, it's probably that because that's coming to PC. Yeah. Okay. So you get that for free. That got released on PS3 and GameCube. So. 
yeah, um, if you're like dying to know about your PlayStation Now, uh, Resistance 3, Sound Shapes, Infamous Festival of Blood, Ratchet and Clank, All for One, Wheel of Fortune, because everybody was dying to play that game, and Super Mega Baseball all coming to PlayStation Now for in July. If uh, you didn't get Black Flag with the bundle, you can now get that for free on Xbox One for another week after June 15th, July 15th, I'm so on June, and July 16th and to the end of the month you can get So Many Me, which is an indie game. Um, Plants vs. Zombies is out there right now for Xbox 360, and you can get Gears of War 3 at the end, at, at, on July 16th, so... There you go. I guess more confirmation that we're not getting Gears of War 2 or 3 or Judgment Remastered. I don't think anyone cries about Judgment. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they do either. <laughs> so, some of the stuff that was around from last week. Uh, have you heard the stuff about the Halo Warzone mode or whatever, microtransactions? No. So, apparently... <clears throat> To combat the people that to making it pay to win, they're going to make it to where in Halo Warzone you have to gain levels. It's sort of like a MOBA. You have to gain levels in order to gain the items and stuff. You can go ahead and buy the items, but they still don't unlock until you get to that level. So pretty much what happens is instead of having to go find a certain item somewhere, you'll just have the item, and then when you get to level 10, you can use it or whatever. But it... You know, uh, 343 feels like that keeps it from being pay to win because you still have to get to that level just like everybody else. And people are still bitching that it's going to be pay to win. What do you think? Does that prevent anything? Or I mean, maybe. I mean, I think Call of Duty has done the same thing. So, I mean, who cares, really? Right. <laughs> So, Nolan North went out and pretty much outed that there's going to be a Last of Us 2. He said that Visceral Star Wars game is going to be in the style of Uncharted. And that apparently the Last of Us guys threw away eight months of Amy Henning's work on Uncharted 4 and started from scratch. Uh, Nolan North seemed pretty upset by the fact that they threw away all her work. Well, I mean, I think they're friends, so... Probably accurate. Yeah. So, which of these is more interesting to you? I'll say the Star Wars game, but only if I can play Admiral Akbar. I'll I'll go for that. You know, if uh, the Star Wars game doesn't have space battles, but you're going into like the desert constantly, and uh, it's just just. It could be it could be good as an uncharted style game. I just hope uh, that it still trace, stays true to Star Wars more than. Last of Us might be okay, like Last of Us Two, but I'm curious, like if they continue on with Ellie's story or they just make something new. I really don't think that you should be continuing Joel and Ellie's story. I think you should be, if you're gonna make a Last of Us Two, make it two different people in a separate part of that universe or whatever because I feel like there should be unique experiences and I feel like there was enough there but supposedly people that have played that game say that the DLC kind of leaves it to where there could be a second one. No, you didn't play it? 
I haven't finished playing it or whatever. Okay. I there's this I like I said I might have to start my own backlog podcast so I can get myself to finish a lot of these games that are just sitting around. Uh, I, I actually beat it twice. Wow, really? Well, I got it for PS3 as a like present, and then I got it for PS4 and I got it on my PS4, so that was like the only game I had. So do you think it it leaves you at anywhere to where uh, you feel like there could be another one? Or? Oh, sure. Uh, like, if it is, it'd, be, it'd be cool if it is here like 10 years later. This where, like, stuff has gotten even more screwed up. Like, right. You don't have to play as Joel and Ellie, that's fine, but it'd be cool if you could meet them or see, like, them grown, like, grown or gotten older. Fair enough. What? I mean, that's not... Yeah. I mean, there has to be some kind of progression or something, you know? I mean, if it's just... They did probably Walking Dead, so... Yeah. I want the two people like to go through the country, and at the end of the game, they just find an animus. <laughs> and what, you'll just play as uh, one of the assassins? <laughs> yeah. No, it just pops the link at the end saying, do you want to pre-order Assassin's Creed Syndicate? Great. <laughs> <laughs> So you said you didn't have a lot of good things to say about Mafia Three. Mafia Two. Or yeah. Mafia. Well, there's it's there's me and Mafia Three, right? Yeah, that's what they they're like shatteringly announcing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you you I mean you didn't think that Mafia Two is that great, so you're wondering why they're making another. No one did. <laughs> Like, then who's clamoring for this game then? If it wasn't, it is. It was a competently enough made game, but it was open world and it did not need to be because there was nothing to do in the world. It was literally just drive from one place to another. Yeah, just okay. I think you could like find like Playboy cover, like posters or covers or something, but that was it. And that's not enough. Wow, awesome incentive. I'm more excited about uh, Dawn of War 3. Oh, well. You know, uh, I, I still think that's funny that they, they're making a game that apparently no one asked for, but <clears throat> It anyway? I, that's well, I mean, I guess there is the appeal. Like, I mean, L.A. Noir actually did pretty well, and people like that era. But then of, the, the studio went bankrupt. Well, I mean, they were crazy, so that was fine. That was the reason. But <laughs> also, I didn't like L.A. Noir that much. But people liked that era of like New York and Hollywood and stuff like that. So there can definitely be a good like crime game set in that time zone, but you gotta make it like fun or interesting at least. Uh, like the first yeah. Godfather game I think was kind of cool like that. Yeah, Godfather 1 was much better than Godfather 2. And I think Mafia, the funny thing is, is I think Mafia 2 was like a third person open world game. I think Mafia 1 was like a strategy game. 
Yeah. Or like an RTS. It was weird. That's yeah. That's weird how they just changed everything. But you know, did it sell well? Nafi too? Is there? I'm trying to think of. It. I guess it did okay, but it wasn't like it wasn't like the big system seller like the uh, GTA is or anything. Right. It's just a completely generic. Fair enough. Uh, alright, so, I mean, what, so, the studio behind Batman Arkham Origins, uh, I can already hear you groan in silence, uh, are gonna make an open world action game for the PS4 and Xbox One, so, yeah, I, hopefully it doesn't suck. It'll, it'll be a Robin game. I guess, you know, they already did something with the license, they can just do it again. Some For some reason, Gauntlet is coming to the PS4, as if the PC version was that great. But. Or if any of those versions were that great. <laughs> the originals were not bad, but it's just like, you know, I think after the the 64 version was the last one that I played, and well, the problem, okay. I mean, the problem with Gauntlet is it's a very arcade-driven like gameplay yeah and like without having to pump quarters then you can flow through that game in 20 minutes <laughs> right same thing with like NBA Jam yeah NBA NBA Jam was but <clears throat> NBA Jam has like it's novelty that you can play and it's it's good and yeah but it's not like a deep experience like no it's not oh, like a few it's rock, not like, meant to be either yeah. Well, neither is Gauntlet. Yeah, Gauntlet's just hack, hack, slash, hack, slash, get get more food, all that, you know. Don't shoot the food. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot the food, which is now in the in the trailer. Don't don't play with your food. Oh, thank you. I didn't know that already. So Mighty Number no. Nine is going to get Dead Rising Watchtower treatment and get its own movie. For digital um, release, uh, the game hasn't even come out yet. We're already making a movie for this this thing. I'm I'm only a fan if Rob Riggle is number number nine. What? You didn't see that Dead Rising movie? No. He he was Frank West. Oh really? It was pretty. It the like the movie is weird. How so? Because he's like Frank West is like he's the guy in Dead Rising, right. and all you like all you see him do is be interviewed by like this news reporter, and it, he was there for probably like half a day, and then he took a paycheck and left. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Like he should have been the main character. Not some like known like not like generic action guy who they had that like has some character for that thing. Probably because they want to pay him all that money. Well, you know, the game's supposedly good, so I guess the movie can't be bad. <coughs> yeah, that's that's good logic. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
you know, who knows? Plenty of good games have had awesome movies, haven't they? Like Tomb Raider. Yeah, if they did it with Dead Rising and it worked, then... Mortal Kombat 2. (laughs) Postal. That was a great movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Postal was terrible. (laughs) If you watch Postal now, you just get sad. Because they realize J.K. Simmons is in there for like a minute and a half. Yep, true. Uh, so, South Park got renewed for three seasons. <clears throat> no Good. surprise, seeing as they're, they're making a video game and everything. The second Stick of Truth, all that stuff. Hulu is going to continue to be the digital rights holder. That's bad. Why? Uh, cause Hulu fucked up the South Park website. Oh, they did? How'd they do that? When the South Park website came online originally, it was like, th- their mantra was basically, we know everyone pirates this shit anyway, that's fine, but here you can watch it all, like, legally for free, no commercials, just enjoy. And once Hulu took it over, you can only watch, like, the last, they took all that stuff down, and you can only watch, like, the last episode they showed. Really? I thought the whole point was that they had all the seasons. I think if you pay, they do. Oh, if you Hulu Plus. Screw that. I don't even. I don't even think that. Then some episodes I tried, it was like this is just not available. It's like, wow. Well, BitTorrent is always available, so <laughs> there's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I remember when they, they first went through it and they were making the big deal about the commercials. It did work. I don't mind then, commercials, but... Well, I don't mind commercials with Hulu when it's new shows. But when I'm watching like an old Beavis and Butthead episode from almost 30 years ago, don't show commercials. Or if you are, show 30-year-old commercials. Yeah, see, I don't understand, like, why they even have commercials. Like, the only things that I understand that should have commercials, I agree with you, are the new shows because they're trying to get ad revenue back from people not watching stuff on TV. Yeah. But, like, the car- you know, like, the only thing that doesn't have commercials is apparently kids' shows, but, like, anime and almost anything else has commercials, and it's like, this thing is 20 years old. Why am I watching commercials for something that you're not going to get any ad revenue from because it's not current. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Do you remember a website called Nick Reboot? So, sort of. It was, you could basically... <clears throat> they had a 24-hour stream of old Nickelodeon TV shows. Like Guts or Rocky, Rocco and... Okay, yeah, I remember that. They took it down because they got sued by Viacom. <laughs> But they had commercials in it. Like, not not during the show, but after the show, they had like a minute or two of commercials that were period specific. So you'd see commercials for like Donkey Kong. Decided to go out on us, take it from where we were, talking about the old uh, channel that had old Nickelodeon shows for 24 hours. And then got pulled by Viacom. We're going to take it from the way. I know we talked about a few other things. I don't remember exactly where we went through, but trying to 
figure out what we did and did not talk about is kind of more probably more of a pain and than just going on from here. So you made a list of the top five, the best uh, games of 2015 so far. Your yep. list was, uh, well, let me go down here. You had City Skylines, Splatoon, Ori and the Blind Forest, Arkham Knight, and Witcher 3. So why Witcher 3 over Arkham Knight? It's a better game. All right. It doesn't have some stupid car. <clears throat> it's a much more involved and in-depth and interesting world and characters and, like, fighting system and everything. Yeah. Um, John, who also made a list, actually has The Witcher 3 at the end. Uh, he has a number five. He has Splatoon at number one. You think there's a case or... Well, I mean, I guess if Splatoon is great if you have like if you like multiplayer shooters or you know if you have friends on the Wii U, but I like single player RPGs, so that's why I like. So why no Bloodborne in your list? Because it's a part of a Dark Souls game. Oh yeah. That that has no place on anyone's top five list. Uh, there are people that put Mar- Mar- uh, Mortal Kombat X. Nope. I played the PC version, so no way in hell. <laughs> I don't know where this guy thinks Battlefield Hardline, but... Didn't they come out last year? <laughs> Technically that came out this year. I think it came out in March or something, didn't it? Yeah, it did. You're right. Yeah, for me, I think uh, I played a, a little bit of Splatoon at a friend's house, and I played Ori. So Ori would be my my game of the year so far that I've actually played. But I've uh, heard wonderful things about all these games. Hopefully, a pain in the frickin' ass. So I've heard it's easier to approach than like Dark Souls. But that still doesn't make me want to play it. <laughs> yeah, it's more streamlined in what it does, but apparently it's not. It's still not, you know, it's not easy by any means at all. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, you can, uh, you know, you can hit us up on Twitter at CoopMulti411 to tell us what you think are your best games so far of 2015, or just say your one game or. Or whatnot, um, or you know, hit us up at our in individual Twitters. Uh, mine's at LWS Sean Garmer. Do you know yours offhand? Ah, uh, Humanity Plague. Yeah, at Humanity Plague. Or you know, you can send us an email at oh damn it, it's cooperative multiplayer at gmail dot com. You can do it that way. You can uh, comment. In the we're on four one in the game zone in the columns where this podcast will be, you can just comment there and tell us what you think is your best game so far this year, or just if you want to say anything about the podcast itself. There have been people reviewing the podcast, so I really appreciate it. You can keep doing that on iTunes and Stitcher, or you know you can find us on anywhere else that there are podcasts um, and let us know. It'll be up next weekend or next Monday. I didn't do one this week because I was sick. 
Uh, it'll be about top eight wrestling games, so that'll be interesting. So did you decide on... Might not be eight. (laughs) Might not be eight. Ah... I, I mean, there's eight, hope you but it, eight. I just don't want to, like, overload it with, like, WWE games also. Oh, no, I agree with you. I I, I totally agree with you on that. But th- there's, like, some, some Japanese games, some, uh, like, the Def Jam, uh, Power from New York. Even Vendetta wasn't bad because it's pretty much no mercy, but with Def Jam characters. I'll put that Hulk Hogan Connect game on there for sure. <laughs> Uh, there's Fire Pro too. So, um, yeah, so, you know, you got that looked forward to. Um, I've got the game's top five, which is the top five, um, most, or the top five best available, uh, indie games for home consoles, uh, you know, for the current gen. So um, it'll probably wind up being me and John making a list because I guess everybody disappears when I decide to send out a game's top five. Like no one answers except for Mark when I ask him or I don't know So <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people just forget that that form exists and then just you know don't go into it. Four uh, PC uh, went up a few hours ago. So it was on a day delay because people took forever to give me lists, and then I had to work when I wasn't supposed to work because they just changed my schedule whenever they felt like it, and I was getting ready to go home and get everything ready for 4PC, and then I find out that I was already an hour and a half late to work. So <laughs> that, that was not a good thing at all. Anyway... Um, yeah, so you can go check out, check out all the columns, you know, Daniel does the, uh, Gains Factor Fiction over there too, or organizes it at least, so I mean, you know, there's lots of things to check out, uh, reviews by Mark and Adam, and I'll get the Whispering Willows review up there, but, uh, yeah, until next week, don't, they, they're seemingly wanting to make me close on Tuesdays, so depending on what's going on, we may do Tuesday night or we might do Wednesday night. just depends. But, yeah, until next week, we um, enjoy your games. I mean, I – what, what – is there anything of note coming out this week or anything? Other than, you know, Rocket League came out. If you don't have PS Plus, you can buy it. I mean, I would kind of recommend buying it. It's really fun, especially with your friends, so – but I don't know why you just wouldn't buy PS Plus and get it for free. But I think this week is pretty barren. <laughs> yeah. Stop giving me a sci-fi ad. I don't care. Stupid website. Uh, yeah, there's the... Oh, all this stuff is for next week. <clears throat> well, yeah, depending on when we see you again, Level Max, which is that E3 trailer that had the cat on top of the unicorn, which was ridiculous. Uh, the Godzilla game comes out for the PS4. Uh, God of War 3 Remastered comes out, uh, which really, honestly, don't waste your money unless you just don't have a PS3. Are you playing it? or? No, I'm saying that just you can get it at GameStop for like $8. Just don't. Oh. 
don't spend forty dollars on that. Why? Uh, the fall on PS4. I think that's pretty much like your Deception Four. Oh yeah, Deception Four. Uh, isn't that a remaster? No, it's an expansion port. Expansion. Oh, expansion. Okay, expansion. All right. Yeah. So yeah, there's Deception if you're into those. And you know Godzilla if you've been waiting for a Godzilla game. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So until next week. Enjoy your games. Later. Peace.